Yes, sir. Family reunion. Man, that song takes me back. You know, me being a 70s kid. 70s, you know, it was 1975, raised in the late 70s, 80s. Man, family reunion. That song brings back old memories. Me being a Cleveland, Ohio man, OJ's got to represent. Family reunion. Why do we start out with that today? Because... Coming to you live today on this Friday, September 1st, 2022, special Labor Day weekend edition of The Doctor Has No Filter, What's Right and What's Life. That's right, special edition today of The Doctor Has No Filter, episode eight, you know, what's right and what's life. You know, I I, I figured I would do an early edition today because it's a beautiful Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a beautiful Labor Day weekend here. A lot of people are going to be traveling. A lot of people are going to be barbecuing. You know, it's the last official, you know, the last official summer kick it, you know. Everybody about to have some good old fun. Hopefully get with some family. You know, I know I'm getting with my family this weekend. I'm doing some other things this weekend too, but I'm getting with my family. You know, so I'm hoping you all do the same. But the title of this podcast is called Family Ties. I don't know if y'all remember. Some of y'all are my 70s, 80s, baby. It's a, it's a show called Family Ties. You know, but Family Ties really means like the bonds that keep us together and or the bonds that break and may drive us apart. When we talk about the black family, I remember growing up, that's a big staple, you know. Being, remember that y'all being growing up, growing up with the family was the thing, you know, brothers and sisters, cousins. You know, I, you know, I don't know about y'all. My cousins, my cousins were like, were just like my brothers and sisters. You know, we all sleep on the floor. Couldn't wait to make a pile on the floor. Remember, we thought that was really live, didn't we? <laughs> we thought that was really live, making a pile on the floor. We all eating, you know, sharing cereal, sharing snacks, little cheap snacks too. Wasn't even that expensive stuff. But we didn't, we didn't have a care in the damn world because we had each other and we had love, and that's all we cared about. We didn't know we were poor. See, when you, you don't really know that you're that poor when you got all that love and all those other values that we were raised with from our mothers and fathers and grandfathers and grandmothers, aunts and uncles, older cousins. When you raise that kind of love and that kind of integrity and those kind of values and traits, you don't worry about the material things. It is, you know, sometimes I look around now, I can even look at my own family. I look at other people's families too, you know. Of course, we all have some drama in our family, don't we? We all got family problems. We all have family problems. We all have issues. It is what it is. That doesn't mean that your family is toxic. And the reason I say that word toxic is because black people, let's stop, let's stop using words again to put each other down. Every time you have a disagreement with someone in your family, you say it's toxic. 
Now, yeah, people people can be toxic if they do the same thing over and over and over and over again. But just because you have an argument with somebody once or twice, even if it's a big argument, you're talking about that's toxic. That's a toxic frame of mind you have because you're saying it's toxic because what you really mean is you don't want to deal with the conflict. You don't want to try to figure out a way to work it out with your family. So you just say they're toxic. Now, if they're doing the same thing over and over and over again, then, yes, that's toxic because if people keep doing the same thing over and over and over again to you, now, if you expect a different result, that's the definition of insanity. You insane to think that person's going to change. You know, but everything is not toxic. Families have conflict because we're all human beings. So let's take care of each other. Let's take care of each other. Build each other up. Let's stop putting each other down, family. You know, I've had a lot of deaths in my family the past two years. I say if I, if I add it up, if I just take, if I take out my close friends and just concentrate on actually blood family, in the last two years, ladies and gentlemen, I probably lost close to 15 relatives. You know, aunts, uncles, first cousins, second cousins. You know, that stuff, that stuff is hurtful. You know, today, Mike, today, September 2nd, 2000 is, a, is an important, is an important day for me. I lost the great, the late, great Charles Gregory Tripp, the late, great Charles Gregory Tripp, my father. Who raised me to be the man I am today? Born June second, nineteen forty-six. Died September second, two thousand. I think I was home from the Air Force for about a month, and then he passed. I had just come home, discharged in the Air Force. About a month later, he passed. So today is the anniversary of his death. So I, I thought fit that I have to get on the air today and put this out here about the family bonds, about the family that prays together, about the family ties. What has happened to the black family? Think about it. We go every time. Think about it. I'm sure almost every black family, every time we go to a funeral, you hear that same speech. Y'all, we can't keep meeting like this. We can't keep meeting like this. We got to get together. We can't keep meeting like this. Y'all need to stay in touch. Let's stay in touch. Let's do this. And y'all know good and darn well, as soon as that funeral's over, you go right back to hating on each other, calling each other toxic, and holding those grudges. Well, let me wake y'all up. Let me wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Because who are you to continue to engage in a lifelong family beef as if you better than anybody or as if you're going to outlive everybody? You don't know when your day is. No man knows the day or the hour. That, that, you know, that's not only about the end of the world. That's also you don't know the day or the hour when you're going to leave this earth. It could be today. You don't know. Labor Day weekend is always that last official summer kick it because, you know, the kids going back to school now, you know, that summer schedule is changing for most of us. We getting back into our grind. So this Labor Day weekend is that last summer kick it. Families trying to get together, things of that nature, people getting together with people they love and cherish. <clears throat> and be careful because a lot of y'all getting together with people y'all think love and cherish you. The key word was think and think is in capital letters. You know. A lot of you all have these crews and cliques that you hang out with that you swear by. You swear they love you to death. You swear them your sisters, them your brothers. You don't know that. Some of them you may know, you know. You know, unfortunately, like I said, you know, I talked about a couple of podcasts ago. I lost my my very best, you know, <clears throat> childhood friend in the world, Desmond Wilson, you know, senior. I lost him a couple of weeks ago. That was my true friend. That was a brother. Best friend since five years old. Same birthday and everything. He proved to me he was my brother. 
But think about it. Just because you kick it with people and y'all hang out, y'all drink and y'all eat, y'all get girls together, y'all get guys together. Does that really mean them your sisters and brothers? No, that just means some good associates to hang out with. Do they really have your back? <clears throat> when you need a ride, will they come get you? When you if you if you if your car break down, you need a new car. Will they help put a down payment on your car for you? If you need to have money on your rent or your help on your gas bill, light bill, will they help you? Now, that's your responsibility to pay your own bills. But you know what? <clears throat> So-called true friends and family, they're going to help you with that if you need it. If they know you're a person that, that doesn't necessarily struggle and you're not blowing your money and being irresponsible, you just happen to be in a tough spot and in a bad way like a lot of us get sometimes. That's your family. But as far as your blood family, you'd rather mistreat them versus, you know, people they're so-called associates. You might say, you know what, family, you know, people say this thing I hear all the time. Family is who treats you like family. I agree with that because guess what? There's a difference between a family member and a relative. I agree with that. But some of you don't even give some of your so-called relatives or family a chance. A lot of, For a lot of y'all, it's easier to love a stranger than your own family. It's easier to love a stranger than your own family. We got to take better care of each other. Black families, we got to get back, try to get back to the way things were. You know, I'm a realistic man. I'm a firm believer that things, you know, is that there are some things that have changed dramatically and drastically in the black community as far as the families. But some things remain the same. I think a lot of the matriarchs and patriarchs, you know, which in my humble opinion and my definition are those older aunts and uncles, you know, mothers and fathers and grandmothers who've been around and been holding the family down forever. I think they still have the same mindset, but a lot of them have either gotten older and aren't able to reach the generation they need to reach to keep things going. Or like my family, a lot of them are dying off and a lot of them are dying off. And people in the family, excuse me, people in the family are not willing to step up to the plate and, you know, take the responsibility. Somebody's got to be willing to step to the plate and take the responsibility. There is nothing like family. If you if you remember that, then you know that. What I mean by that, if you remember that, you know that. If you remember those times, I remember my family every weekend, because I have a big family, y'all. Every weekend there was something going on in somebody's house. You hear me? It's so many of us every weekend. It was a party every weekend. I saw my cousin somewhere every weekend because we was over this aunt's house, that aunt's house, that uncle's house, that uncle's house, that grandma's house. We was over somebody's house every weekend. They playing cards, cooking food, all the kids. We hanging out in, in the basement. There's one big room and there's one big bed. We all hanging out. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But, you know, I understand that people lose touch. You know, people grow up. And that's understandable. You know, growing up <clears throat> is, a, is, a, is a part of life. It's a part of life. It's a part of life. You know, growing up is a part of life. So there's nothing wrong with that. Growing up is a part of life. So we all grow apart sometimes. But that doesn't mean we have to forget where we come from and forget about each other. We got to take care of each other. We got to take care of each other. We got to take care of each other emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Okay? 
And we're going to dive deeper into that. But with that being said, let me give a word for one of my sponsors. Speaking, you know, speaking of taking care of yourself, you know, uh, you all should focus on looking into Hatima Shea LLC. That's Hatima Shea LLC. H-A-T-I-M-A-S-H-E-A-L-L-C. They specialize in all natural skin care. They specialize in products that support great skin care with no artificial ingredients, preservatives or fragrances. They have body butters, deodorants, castile body soap, facial toners and beer kits. Contact Hatima Shea at 216-450-8514 or DM Hatima Shea on IG. Once again, they specialize in natural skin care. They specialize in products that support great skin care, no artificial, no artificial ingredients, preservatives, or fragrances. They have body butters, deodorants, castile body soap, facial toners, and beer kits. Contact Katima Shea at 216-450-8514. Black-owned, black love. All right? Black-owned, black love. Also, you know, sometimes you get the munchies. If you're hungry, check out the Seafood Stop. Check out the Seafood Stop on 26199 Chardon Road. That's Richmond, Ohio, 44143. That's the Seafood Stop on 26199 Chardon Road, Richmond, Ohio, 44143. The number there is 216-417-7565. That's 216-417-7565. Shrimp, scampies, catfish, orange roughy, walleye, whatever you want, seafood, they got it. Check out the seafood stop. And last but not least, for all the vegans out there, you want to take care of your body, check out the Vitamin Candy Cafe at 1400 East 105th Street in Cleveland, Ohio, 44106. That's the Vitamin Candy Cafe at 1400 East 105th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44106. Specialize in all vegan delights. Wraps, vegan wraps, chicken wraps, chicken wraps, tuna wraps, rice bowls, smoothies, and cold-pressed juices. They also have natural herbs such as sea moss, CBD gummies, CBD pain rub, and herbal teas. Get your vegan on at Vitamin Candy Cafe, 1400 East 105th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44106. All black-owned businesses Let's show some love, family. Now, getting back to our discussion. We're talking about uplifting the black family. We're talking about getting that unity back. What do we start off with with the OJs? Phantom Union. Phantom Union is not just talking about the actual event, Phantom Union, which my family's pretty much having one Sunday. <laughs> but when we talk about Phantom Union, we're not talking about the traditional family reunion where you just, you know, we go around, we, we eat together, we sing together, we drink together, we tell stories, we tell each other, we love each other, we play kids, kids, you know, games with the kids, and we leave it at that. That's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about getting the family back together. Get the family back together. It can start with something small. It can start with something small, y'all. Have a little somebody can have a little card game at the house, a little barbecue. And you know, I had to tell my, my brother one time, I said, look here, man, you can't worry about who doesn't show up. See, that's that's a lot of times we get a lot of beef with it too. I see a lot of beef based on you brothers and sisters want to do the right thing. You're really doing your heart no matter how much the family get on your nerves. Because you were raised in a certain generation, and because you were raised with certain morals and values, you do understand. 
that it's important for the family to get together and stay together. But a lot of times you all have this beef because you actually get upset because you try to, you have, you know, you organize something. I know you put your blood, sweat, and tears into organizing this card game or into organizing this family barbecue. And a lot of people don't show up. You can't worry about who doesn't show up. You can't worry about who doesn't show up. You got to worry about those who show up and want to show love. Because see, guess what? While you focusing on those ones that didn't show up, the ones that didn't, the ones that did show up feel slighted because you're not giving them their props. So guess what? Now next time you have something, they don't show up. See, it becomes a vicious cycle. You can't worry about those who don't show up. They may have their reasons. They may still not be willing to to mentally accept certain things. There may still be some emotional scars that happen within the family that they're not either willing to discuss or don't want to discuss. You got to leave those people be. You can, Don't force it on them. You know, don't cuss them out and force it on them. Say, you phony, you didn't show up, you this, you that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You can't worry about that. That will drive you crazy. You talking about driving yourself crazy? That's an easy way to do it right there. Easy way to do it there, African kings and queens. Don't worry about it. Only worry about people who want to be loved. The ones that feel like they don't want to be loved, it, it doesn't mean you don't love them. But when you keep trying to force things on somebody, that just makes them more resistant. What you have to do is you have to have these family picnics, these family reunions, these family barbecues, these family card games, family carnivals, whatever you all want to have, family trips. And you, you know what? You reach out to those people that didn't go say, oh, man, guess what you missed this weekend? Man, we went here. We went there. We did this. We did that. Oh, it was a jolly good time. Because no matter how you are built, it's human nature to want to have fun like everybody else. Think about it. Let's think about it. Not to get off track, but think about it. Think about somebody you were in a relationship with or you were good friends with or somebody you used to associate with, you know, and y'all have a falling out and then y'all not talking. Do you know one of the worst feelings in the world for that person is to see you having fun when they're not? <laughs> Oh, trust me. Anybody that tells you anything different is telling you a big fat lie. Or like the old folks say, a big fat fib. Okay? It's a fallacy. It's false if they're telling you they're they not hurt or they're not disappointed. When people when people see other people having fun and they're not, it bothers you. That's human nature. No matter what kind of personality or characteristic traits you have, no type of, no matter what type of mental capacity you have, that's what happens. People don't like to see you having fun when they're not involved in it. It's just the bottom line. And that's just the truth. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that. So you got to let you gotta let the family see the rest of the family having fun. If those people who don't show up to anything or still have these grudges don't show up to stuff, and then they see that, that's they, they feel like that, oh, you know what? Other people ain't showing up because I ain't showing up. Once the people feel a sense of power like that, it becomes a trickle-down effect. So you can't let them impact you. You know, I hear people all the time, but I ain't going to such and such going. You know what? I had to grow out of that. I grew out of that a long time ago. You're not going to stop me from going nowhere I want to go because I don't got to deal with you. Because if I go somewhere and somebody's there, that's not my cup of tea. I don't have to associate with them. You know what? I'm respectful, man. I'll speak. And that's as far as it go. We can keep it that way. I don't have to mistreat you, say nothing crazy to you, have no ill will or malice or larceny or nothing towards you. You know? And just have my fun. It's too many people at this event for me not to have fun. But family, we got to get back together and do the right thing. All you who speak and lie, all you, it's, it's funny how all you can speak and lobby against so-called people. <clears throat> Sorry about that. It's, it's funny how 
some of you can speak up, speak of people of non-color and what they say about the black community, about our lack of unity and loyalty and things of that nature, but you help contribute to it. You help contribute to it. You say all that, but then you put forth no effort to get good with your brother and sister, your cousin, your nephew, your niece, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your own mother and father. I'm going to be real. I say this on the air. I love my mother to death, but sometimes my mother get on my nerves. It is what it is, but that's what mamas do. That's what they do. My mama knows she get on my nerves, but I love her to death. It ain't nothing I wouldn't do for her. You better believe it. But she knows she get on my nerves, but that's mama. And guess what? I'm glad she here to get on my nerves. Because when she, when she gone, I'm going to be sick. We talked about my late great father, late Charles Gregory Tripp, earlier in this podcast. I mentioned him. Today is the anniversary of his death. I can't believe it's been 22 years since he's been gone. September 2nd, 2000. It does not feel like 22 years. It feel like yesterday. You never get over that pain, but you move forward. You move forward with the rest of your family. Like I said, all his brothers and my aunts and stuff starting to die off now. It was 13 of them when I was growing up. I think it's only one, two, three left, if I'm not mistaken. Three left. Three left. Out of 13 children, I had 13 aunts and uncles. They all gone, except for three. Got three aunts left. So all of all of all of their children, and you know my parents' children. It's, it was up. It's up to us. And a lot of my a lot of my cousins. See, I have an older family, so I have first cousins that are old enough to be my mother. <laughs> real, real talk. I got first cousins that's old enough to be my mother. Then I got some first cousins that's closer than age. You know, because it was like I said, it was thirteen siblings. Depends on where they fall in the pecking order. But anyway, it was like, I feel like it's up to us to keep our family going. You guys, it's somebody's got to take the lead and say, hey, enough is enough. This is what we need to do. Now, I'm not saying this is going to eliminate whatever feelings or grudges or beefs or disagreements that you have with various family members. But I'm saying it's a start, y'all. It's a start. It's a start. Labor Day weekend is good for that. Most of us don't have to go back to work until Tuesday. It's only Friday. Some of y'all might not be off today, but you're going to get off, you know, either early today or a little later. And you don't got to go back to work until Tuesday. It's a blessing. Now, you know, I'm not I'm not going to I mean, I think it would be less of a blessing for me not to at least spend some of that time with my family. I'm going to spend some of that time with my family this Sunday. when We have that family picnic. It's going to be a lot of us out there. Well, I got word. Actually, I just got word that it changed to Saturday. <laughs> you know how black people do their change. I'm like, oh, the weather's going to be bad Sunday. You know, but I'm going to find my way there. I'm going to find my way there. I got plans tonight out of town, but I'll be back. I'm going to find my way there. I'm going to find my way there. Because I don't know when the last time I'm going to see somebody the way things are going these days. You don't know when the last time you're going to see somebody. Because just because you got beat for somebody or just because you say you can't stand somebody in your family, that don't mean you don't love them. And then you get the phone call that they're gone because y'all sitting up there with all this senseless beef. Senseless beef. When it comes to those senseless beefs, it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about I understand your point of view. You understand my point of view. I understand what you don't like. You understand what I don't like. I understand what it is you don't want me to do that pisses you off. You understand what I don't want you to do. That pisses me off. So let's just move on. That's that's what adulthood is about. See, that's what adulthood is about. 
When you argue with somebody or you have a conflict with somebody, you talk about it. That don't mean that, you know, you got punked. That don't mean that they got punked. That don't mean they didn't stand their ground. That don't mean you didn't stand your ground. You respect each other's differences and position as adults and you move on. So now we know how to now we know how to communicate and socialize around one another. Now we know each other's triggers. That's all it's about. Learning other people. It's not about, you know, the upper hand. I'm proving I'm this. You proving you that. We are family. I sound like the old songs now. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. <laughs> Y'all remember that. But, you know, on a serious note, we are family. Why can't we just work together? All these things that black people complain about, a lot of things we bring on ourselves. I'm going to be real. I might piss some black people off when I say this, but you, a lot of stuff we bring on ourselves, y'all. I'm sorry. You can blame, you can blame non-black society all you want, but think about the accountability we need to take for some of the things we do and engage in and the way we treat each other. It's a whole lot different than from when I was a kid. I'm talking about the love. I felt, sur- I felt like I was, like it was like a swarm of bees being surrounded by love. The way, think about the way your heart felt and the nostalgia and the love and the self-esteem. You felt protected. You felt, you know, you felt, what's the word I'm looking for? You felt validated. You felt appreciated. You felt valued, right? All of that. Tell me how many of y'all think your family makes you feel that way now. And be honest with yourself. And how much do you have to do with that? What role did you play in that? What role did you play in this relationship, this lack of relationship with your family? What role did you play? Come on now, bring it on. What role did you play in the senseless beef? Yeah, I got people in my family I know hate on me. I got very close relatives that hate on me, envious of me. They won't admit it, but I know what it is. But guess what? I look at it like, you know what, they might be envious of you because maybe they felt like you should have reached to them more and tried to help them get to the top. It could be. It could be. I say, you know, it is what it is. They can feel the way they want to feel, but I'm not going to continue to engage in senseless, petty arguments and beef when I don't know when I will see anybody again. It could be your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, your aunt, uncle, grandma, whoever it is in your family that you got disdain with. That you got disdain with, you need to find a way to nip it in the bud, chop it up, chop it up in the ground and throw it out, throw it down the garbage disposal because you are not God. They are not God. Neither one of y'all can judge the other. And you don't know when you're going to see each other again. You know, I've got, let me tell y'all something. I've got people that I've done so much for. I tell them something I don't like about what they're doing. They get upset with me and don't want to talk to me again. And they try to say, I have a problem or something wrong with me. But it is what it is. Look, I told you how I felt. That's the end of it. You don't agree? Move on. But you think about it, you know, you can do, you can do whatever you want for people. You know, once their heart hardens against you, they'll forget about all that. But that don't mean you got to be like them. Read your Bible. That's what God means by turn the other cheek. Turn the other cheek don't mean let people run over you. It's like, you know what? Just look the things that they can't look past. You look past them. You be the better person. Cause you can't, you don't need to go around hating people. Cause guess what? You know, I don't know if you all know, but the late great civil rights leader, Mega Evers once said, you know, there's no reason to hate because the only person you hurt when you hate is you, right? He said, Mega Evers said, the only person you hurt when you hate is you, 
because most people you hate either don't know and the other half don't care. Once again, the late great civil rights leader Megger ever said, when you hate, the only person you hurt is you. Because when you hate someone, most of the people you hate either don't know it and the other half don't care. So you only hurt yourself. So let's stop. It's senseless. It's senseless. You know, I just want to get on here. I didn't even have an agenda for this podcast. I just felt it in my heart this morning when I woke up. And I thought about my father, you know, today being the anniversary of his death. And I thought about family. You know, I just thought about family. Labor Day weekend, last weekend of the summer, last official summer kick it. I love Labor Day weekend because, you know, we already know Labor Day is going to always be on the first Monday. So we're going to get that long weekend. But I'm like, I got a, I got a couple of days where I can hang out with my closest friends and I can and I can hang out with my family. I can spend, you know, I can kick it and hang out because think about think about this, how irrational and distorted that it is that you got a lot of us out that's going to go out this weekend. And the entire weekend, you're going to party with strangers. Now, you know, like me, I'm going on a boat ride today. I'm going on a, on a, on a boat ride, an all-white party boat ride up in Cincinnati, right on the Cincinnati-Kentucky border. You know, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. I'm going with a couple of my Masonic brothers and my, also my baby brother. But, you know, we're going, so we're going to be around a lot of strangers. But guess what? As soon as I get back to Cleveland tomorrow, I'm right back in my family. I'm right with the family picnic. I'm with the family the rest of the weekend. You know, I'm not going to spend my entire Labor Day weekend with a bunch of strangers. I'm going to balance it out. Because, you know, that's a Masonic thing. You know, we talked to balance things out. So I'm going to party with some strangers because I have a choice. I'm on the boat. I'm going to definitely party with my family. And I'm going to get some rest and relaxation. But you notice I'm going to make sure I, I spend time with my family. You got to spend time with your family. Some way, somehow. You probably say, I ain't got to do nothing. Well, okay, well, you be that way. And see what that gets you. Raising your blood pressure up. That's what it gets you. That's what you get. I understand that we got some family members that, that that have done some things, guys. We got some family members that have really gotten under our skin, have done some things. But guess what? For every finger you pointing, you got not two at you. You got how many fingers on your hand? You got four to five pointing right back at you. And for every time you pointing at somebody about how they are, you got four fingers and a thumb pointing right back at you. You better believe that. Trust and believe when you're sitting around on your high horse talking about this person like this, this person like that, this person like this. You got four fingers and a thumb pointing right back at you and they point right back at you because guess what? You're not perfect either. None of us are perfect. We are all imperfect creatures. We are all imperfect. We are all sinners. All of us. Everybody. So how dare you ride around on your high horse like you're going to live forever and it's, you should just have this grudge against these several people for the rest of your life. And meanwhile, while you're holding grudges against your family, you're not taking care of the people that got grudges against you for the things you've done. None of us can be that way. Let's get that together. I just miss it, y'all. That's all. I just miss it. I just miss the camaraderie, the love, the wisdom, the unity. I just miss it. And I wish that, you know, all black families can get that back 100%. I know that's unrealistic. I know it is. You know, it can be done, but it's still unrealistic. And that might be confusing for some of you. It can be done because it's not impossible. But unrealistic just means highly unlikely based on circumstances, right? Based on circumstances, because all of y'all are not going to hear what I'm saying. 
all of y'all not going to take heed to what I'm saying. Most of y'all are going to be like, man, I'm not dealing with them family members. He don't know my life. No, I don't. But I know life and I know that if you don't live yours and live it as happily as you can, that will kill you early. Now, some of you might say, well, you know what? I am living it happily. That's why I'm not around them. That may be true because I don't know everybody's experiences. But I do know for a lot of our a lot of our family beefs can be rectified if we just discuss them and put our hands around each other. You know, we got to we got to scream it out, punch it out, laugh it out, cry it out. We can cry it out. It don't matter. There's no shame in that. We can cry it out. We family. We can cry it out. Why can't we? Why can't we cry it out? What's wrong with that? I don't see nothing wrong with that. Let's cry it out. We got to do a better job taking care of each other. We're not taking care of each other. We steady putting each other down. We're not looking out for each other. Let's love each other and take care of each other, y'all. So, you know, when I when I listen to the old Amon song, as you say, back in the day, I'm not a kid anymore. But sometimes I wish I was a kid again. Now, you know, that song pretty much is talking about his memories. His memories of being a kid. The fun we had. But I'm more so thinking about, you know, the family unit and the foundations we built. You know? And speaking of built, speaking of built, I want to give a shout out to another one of my sponsors, Jackson & Jackson Property Preservation. Jackson & Jackson Property Preservation is another black-owned business that specializes in craft work such as carpentry duties, as well as both residential and commercial rehabilitation. They take pride in customer service and turn the client's vision into a reality. Painting, carpentry, flooring, kitchen and bath remodeling, basement, waterproofing, remodeling, concrete, epoxy certified, and provide building and scaling blueprints. That's Jackson & Jackson Property. They can be contacted at 216-906-8557. For all your house repair needs. For all your house repair needs. And then we talked again about it being, um, you know, we talked again about it being Labor Day weekend. I know a lot of y'all going to get those fresh haircuts, brothers. It's the last official summer kick it. So let's do that. So check out TJ's Barbershop on 1210 East 105th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44108. That's TJ's Barbershop, 1210 East 105th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44108. Tony and Ed to take right good care of you. Crispy lineup, sharp lineups, get your beard lined up. How you looking real nice and clean for the ladies? That's TJ's Barbershop at 1210 East 105th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44108. So speaking of getting those beards lined up and getting that hair looking good, let's get our families back lined up. Let's get our families back lined up. Let's build them up. Let's get them back crispy. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get them back crispy. Let's do it. I do wish I was a kid again, just so I could see the unity and the love that I that I experienced as a kid. When I knew you couldn't you couldn't say nothing crazy none of my cousins or brothers and sisters. We jumping on you. That's how it should be now. I see I see family members now. They won't even have their brother and sister back when their brother and sister got beat for somebody else. They'll sit up there and side with the stranger, not in the way where they're going to attack their brother and sister physically. But, you know, you're sitting up there, and let me tell you something. If somebody tells me, you can't tell me you don't like my brother. You tell me you don't like my brother, you don't like me. Now, now if you're a close friend and family, we've known you for years, 
You know, I'm going to tell you, hey, man, you know, I don't appreciate you telling me that, that you don't like my brother. And that's between that's between you and him. But I'm going to tell you, don't you ever again come and tell me that you don't like my brother. You go have a talk with him. Don't tell me that because I'm looking at you funny. But it's saying a lot of ways, a lot of times, no, that, that conversation goes sideways. It goes sideways now. It goes sideways now. It goes sideways now. I share a little personal history. I know people, I know, you know, I've seen brothers talk about their sisters to other guys. I've seen sisters talk about their brothers to, to their girls. It's like, no, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. That's something you don't do. You don't do that. You can't talk about, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking, I'm not doing that. And then you're not going to talk about my brother or sister to me. I don't care what me and my brother or sister go through. You're not going to talk to them about me. I could talk about them. You can't. You not. That's not about to happen. But people will side with somebody else talk to talk about their own family members. Talk bad and bring them down. If that's not treason, I don't know what is. So, I leave y'all with this. People do you wrong. People do you bad. People talk to you wrong. People talk to you bad. But like the old, it's an old soap opera called One Life to Live. You only get one life to live. You know, now God got a plan for all of us. Well, he said he's going he's gonna to raise the dead one day. We're going to all be back together. But I thought about that. That's pretty deep, right? So what I thought about was, what if I have a beef with my brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin, close friend, whoever, you know, somebody, anybody I consider family. And then, and then I die, right? When God re-resurrects me from the dead, I don't want to be resurrected having beef with somebody. Think about how sick that sounds. You die tomorrow, right? And you got a beef with your brother or a beef with whoever you love, whoever your family is, right? God resurrects you however many years from now. None, none of us know what the, what the man upstairs, the Almighty's plan is. We're not privy to that information. And we're not worthy of it. But he raised you from the dead. He raised you from the dead. And you look across and you see another relative that you had beef with. Because God is supposed to restore you. With all your personality traits, all your memories, everything you had before you died, he's supposed to restore you with that. I don't want to wake up with memories of having beef with nobody. Come on, y'all. Think about how deep that is. I don't want to wake up with having memories of having beef with somebody that I love. When the Lord has resurrected me and give me a second chance to live his will and love thy neighbor and love my family. Think about how deep and sick that sounds. You're being resurrected and you still got beef. I don't want to die that way. So y'all, brothers and sisters, enjoy your families. Reminisce. Think about it. Reminisce. Reminisce. Because we don't know how long we're going to be here. Think about that love as a kid. Think about how you used to feel. Try to love your family the best you can. Much love. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Be safe and keep God first. 
and try to keep family as tight as you can. I'm out, y'all. The doctor has no filter.